Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sanctified-ish, season four in the building. Uh, my name is Reagan Jones. And I'm disappointed because you Ooh. messed up our intro again. On take two, you dare <laughs> mess up our intro? Dude, Man, I haven't, listened to our, I haven't listened to our podcast in a long time. Can I ask you a question? Um, Can I ask you yeah. like a genuine question? Please. Do you listen? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Stop. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's never more than once, but it's always at but least once. But it's always once. Now, this is another important once. question. Do you listen on one times the speed or on two times the speed? No, but I do have to. I do have to admit, I fast forward through your parts. Wow! Because I, I, I want to hear like they're great. I've already heard it. I've already received it. Uh-huh. I've already internalized uh-huh. it. But I just want to hear what my voice sounds like. I yeah. want to just like yeah, yeah. So today's episode is I, on. I want to make. Okay. <laughs> it's more you. Whatever you call pride, I call insecurity. This is and actually we'll, an we'll intervention for you. This, this is this is it. This Man, is it's it. been a whole minute since we recorded. I looked at our stats. The last time we published an episode was like late september so i feel a little yeah. rusty i feel a little rusty well the, the scary thing is we haven't posted an episode since like september 29th um and vic and i quite literally have not talked about the podcast yeah. like looked at any of the podcast things but like the last episode we had has like thirty thousand downloads on it which came out of nowhere and the scary thing is man i don't even remember what we talked about <laughs> That's why I have no recollection of what we <laughs> talked about, but I mean, praise God that that episode ministered to somebody. Hopefully, um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's, that's really cool, man. But dude, what is, uh, what's been going on with you last couple months? Where are you at? Yeah, I feel like the last couple of months have kind of been a blur. Um, nothing big has happened in either of our lives. I mean, I feel like the last couple of months have been kind of straightforward Um, Mm -hmm. Kind of just like grinding away at ministry, seeing the Lord do some pretty cool things. But like personally, we have no new updates. And so, well, no, now that I think of it, I do have an update. Something big did happen over the past semester. Mm -hmm. I started collecting Funko Pops. You did. Yep. Like you did. That's the biggest thing that I can think of. That is Um, the only thing that has happened in the last four months of our life. I don't know if anything has happened with you. Um, but that's the biggest update that I can think of. No, no, uh, nothing particularly. Uh-huh. Um, I did get engaged though. That was fun. Okay. Yeah. That ranks um, right under Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, I got, I got engaged. That's cool. so awesome. Congrats. Tell us the story. No one wants to hear about me. Everyone wants to hear the story. That's why they tuned in. Tell us the story. How'd you do it? From like start to finish, or you want yeah, to engage? Yeah, start to finish. Story? Let's go back to oh, Genesis one. Gosh, so in the beginning, God created <laughs> the heavens and the earth. Um, nah, man. We uh, so I have a fiance, which is cool to say. Yeah. Um, her name's Alyssa. She's super awesome. Um, she likes SpongeBob. That was probably like the best thing that I learned about her. It was great. Um, but I met her. She was one of, like one of my sister's best friends. Um, and I went to Chicago to visit Caroline, who's my sister. And she'd been trying to like set it up for a while. Um, but I met Liz on the first night and we hit it off, hung out the entire weekend. Um, I tried to get her number, but I messed up. So I, <laughs> I just, I got, got Facebook sca- messaging her like the real ones do. No, no, not Facebook. It was Instagram message. Oh, Instagram. Come on, dude. My bad. No, you actually Facebook messaged her. You, 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 you Facebook message. Like you, you wouldn't. T- okay, Victor wouldn't like text. We're here Alyssa. for you. 
for the longest time, he just Facebook messaged. Well, she's actually still in my phone as Reagan's girlfriend, and I actually need to go update it to fiance. Change it to Reagan's fiance, then Reagan's wife until the end of time. Um, (laughs) But no, man, we uh, uh, slid into the DMs. She took seven hours to respond. It was the longest seven hours of my life. Brutal, dude. Okay, so the, here's here's the thing. I was in an airport, and so mm-hmm. I'm, I was going Chicago to St. Louis, St. Louis to Raleigh, and so I shoot I shoot the DM. Hey, uh-huh. like respectful, completely respectful. Hey, I had a great time getting to know you this weekend. Would love to uh, continue to get to know you more. You know, here's my number. Period. Yep. Set. That's it. Nothing more. So uh, I check it out. I send the DM. I get on the plane. I land in St. Louis and I get a text from my sister in all caps, like, what did you do? Period. <laughs> no exclamation, no, like no, no explanation, nothing. Uh-huh. So I start freaking out panicking. and I'm like, this is panicking because like she hasn't, it's been like three hours. She hasn't responded. So I'm assuming she went and like Caroline mm-hmm. find out and the answer is clearly no. So I'm like, great. Well, this play, like this is the worst day of my entire life. So we go from St. Louis to Raleigh but then it's like it's it's foggy in Raleigh, mm. so we're not allowed to land. So like, hey, we're actually going to divert to Charlotte. We're going to go fuel <laughs> in Charlotte, land, and then fly back to Raleigh. So it's like one in the morning at this point. Um, and I land in Charlotte, and I get um, I get a text from my sister with like a screenshot, and I think Liz had like texted her or called her. We just wanted to make sure everything was okay between mm. two of them before she responded, which is super sweet. Um. And then she responded to me and she was like, hey, this is super kind of you. I have two concerns. And I was like, oh, please tell me. List them out um, on the first text back. Yeah, 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 please tell me. And her first concern was she was like, hey, Caroline's my best friend. I don't want to mess that up. This could be weird. Um, and second, you live in Raleigh and I live in Chicago and distance is difficult. That's a big problem. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like yeah, facts. Um, but then she was like, nothing is unfigureoutable. Here's my phone number. Um, and man, over the course of a little while we they started dating long distance um she ended up moving to raleigh we got engaged and now we're getting married this year man so it'll be long distance fun. days have to feel like an eternity ago dude it does uh, it has to right it, it really it really does that's crazy um, yeah it really really does man but no it's been it's been wild planning man. a wedding is a lot <laughs> oh yeah for sure I, I feel like i don't do anything um <laughs> Like God, God bless her. I feel like she's pulling ninety nine percent of this, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I did this, 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 and this." You just have to while. show up. You just have well, to be I, there. Honestly, I'm like, I got my one task. I'm like, <laughs> I did my one task. I did it. But then it takes me like three times as long. Um, but no, man, she's she's incredible. I think like she she is hands down um, the biggest evidence of like the Lord's goodness and faithfulness and grace in my life. Um, like I was never in a million years, someone that like prayed for their spouse. Mm. Like I, t- I told her straight up, I was like, I've just never prayed for you. Yeah. Um, cause I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's fine. If you do praise God, but I'm like, I, I don't know what to pray. I don't know you. I don't right. know what to pray like, for you. you. So I'm like, yeah, I don't right. have a name. And so I'm like, God bless so-and-so today. Um, but I was just like the faithfulness of the Lord to be like, nope, even when you're faithless, even when you don't necessarily want to bring these things to me, like, man, look at, look at how good I was, even when you didn't really Mm -hmm. care to continue to bring this to me. 
Um, but yeah, man, she's, uh, she is quite literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. And that's a little bit cooler than Funko Pops. I'm not going to lie. That's a little bit. Just just a little bit. You have some cool Funko Pops. I do though. I do. You do. Um, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. It's been a super cool journey. Um, man, this past semester has been for me really hard. (laughs) Um, it's been a, a difficult kind of couple of months Yeah, and in the difficulty, I feel like the Lord has been teaching me a handful of things. Um, the primary one being dependency. I think the Lord is constantly reminding me that I am to be dependent on him in every season of life. And if you track back five, six years ago, I get hired at this church. I come on staff. And before I was on staff at a church, there was like this dependency to rely on God to bring me a ministry position. But then you get that ministry position and like the dependency kind of shifts from getting the job to the actual ministry. But then you do that for a while and the dependency, like you have to fight for it in a lot of ways. And I think what the Lord was reminding me was not to get complacent in my life and to continue to rely on him. And so long story short, man, we have just been crushed when it comes to like fixing cars and like the silliest thing ever fixing cars. Um, my wife drives a car. That thing is a piece of junk and it has broken down literally three times this year, costing us well over $1,500 each time it's broken down. And it was like the first time it happened, we got the bill and I like borderline had a panic attack. Yeah, like I started shaking, couldn't focus. I was out of town on a work trip. And I was just like, I was, my brain was everywhere. And the last thing I had thought about doing was taking a second breathing and going to the Lord. And that was like the last thing I considered doing. Yeah. Within 24 hours, the Lord had provided the exact amount of funds that we had needed to fix that car. Like almost immediately. Yeah. And now that I can kind of look back on that moment and see, okay, the Lord, like the Lord in my faithlessness responded with faithfulness. That means the next time this happens, I should respond with like going to the Lord. Well, lo and behold, you know, a couple weeks later, I have a tire that goes out on my car. It's a a somewhat expensive fix, but it's not that bad. Not like $1,500, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I was so proud. My first response, going to the Lord. I prayed. I was like, man, like the Lord is really sanctifying me in this area. We're done. Like we're good. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and man, not even two weeks later, her car breaks down again. Yeah. And it's even more expensive this time. And this time I was like, really? Like I thought, I thought you taught me the lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I still going through this? And then within 24 hours, the Lord somehow found a way for us to have the funds to fix the car. I'm like, thank you, Lord. That's great. We did it. That was awesome. Um, a week goes by. (laughs) It's just, it's literally, it's, it's, it feels like I just get same thing. Like get keep, I keep getting kicked to the ground. I I wake up, I'm driving to work. Yeah. Yeah. And two of my tires are flat. Like what? It's just overnight. Nothing happened. I didn't do anything. I didn't drive my car. My tires were just flat. And I had to go replace two tires and somehow the Lord found a way to provide for that. And it was so like the past couple of months has been, been a journey in the Lord teaching me how to be dependent on him 
with with our finances, but also him challenging us on ways to be generous still in our current yeah. situation, which has been really interesting. Things like cooking meals for people in our small group or for some of our pastors, like ways to like care for people that way. Just like learning to be generous when it feels like we have nothing to give, which is really yeah. fascinating because we actually have a podcast episode on generosity when, when you don't That's have true. money. And it was That's like, true. that was that was not a prayer for me when we did that episode, but it became a very real prayer for me over yeah. the past semester. And so although the past semester has been, has been a little bit different than yours, yours has been really cool. God has answered a lot of prayers and like, that's super exciting. Um, it's been kind of hard the past semester, uh, but yeah. the Lord has just like he's responded to you in faithfulness has responded to us in faithfulness. I mean, I think we can look back and see like the tangible faithfulness of the Lord following us from point A to point B, from point B to point C, from point C to point D. And so that's the thing that sticks out to me about the last semester. It's easy to look at, you know, how poor you are, how much money you had to spend on cars or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the thing that like reigns supreme is man, look at how faithful the Lord is. So it's very similar to yours actually. Yeah. Well, I mean like, even with this semester, I got like, listen, I were talking literally about this last night where it's just like, I think this has been the busiest mm. four months of my entire life. Mm. Um, nobody told me planning a wedding was going to be this much. Nobody told me like flights would be this expensive. <laughs> nobody told me like, I mean, bachelor parties, bachelorette yeah. parties, we're, we're doing all these different things. Like, bro, it's just, it's, it's a lot on top of work on top of school. Um, there's just, there's a lot of different things. And, um, I think I was even telling her this last night. It was like, it's gotten so fast, so quick that it has like, and they're all good things, but it has like drowned out my margin for intimacy with God mm. where it's like, it, it feels like it's, it's a treadmill that's just going 200 miles an hour again of all good things. Right. But it's like I wake up in the morning, I put my Bible down on this table, and my mind immediately thinks of the things that I have to do. Like I have pre-work work. Like I have to write from seven to nine because meetings start at nine. It's all a day of meetings. And it's just it's then yeah. I go home, then I'm with Liz, we do wedding prep, like then I'm with like I, I I'm I'm in school and we're doing all these things. And like it just th- th- there's too much. And yeah. so like what I realize is like I feel like my time with the Lord has been consistent. Mm. But like my time hasn't been good. Mm. And I think I was like, I was listening to like a Charlie date sermon actually this afternoon. Um, and he was just like, the Lord like is literally telling some of you just stop. Like mm. he just wants time with you. Um, and I find it so funny. Cause like our church is doing 21 days of prayer and fasting right now. as yeah. like a lot of churches in the country are. Um, it is literally a time to stop and to pause and to fast and replace things with prayer. And it's all these things. And I'm like, man, I saw the Lord do a lot of really awesome things in 21 days of prayer and fasting last year. Yeah. Like, man, there was like one thing I was praying specifically where we had like this regional prayer night and I'm like, two people came over, like, I don't know. Mm. And they spoke this thing over me where they were like, Hey, I don't know if you see this, but I feel like the Lord is telling me this. And it was like this exact thing that I've been praying for. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like that I saw the Lord do all these amazing things. And I have like things that I'm praying for this year, but I'm like, I feel like it's, everything is just crowding it out Mm. and everything else is going so fast that I I get to that, that kitchen table in the morning and I'm like, 
I know the Lord can do it. I remember that he can do it. Like I'm living in the fact that he can do it. Yeah. But my ability to like have faith for the things that are a year from now feels so like the margin isn't there. Mm. Um, and so I'm like, I don't feel like I have the margin to be intimate with him. I don't feel like I have the margin to have faith for the things to come. Um, and so it's like in a summer thing, man, it's like, it's not necessarily been bad things. Mm. Um, I feel like yours has been like one pop tire after another. It's yeah. just been like, but I mean, I feel like I have so many gifts Yeah, <laughs> that I'm like, it's so I mean, many it's awesome that, things, so many awesome things, but I'm like, I can't carry all of that. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's, there's just things that are just dropping left and right. And a lot of answers to prayer, which is a good thing. It's a great thing. But, um, it's just a lot of busyness. Hard to be intimate with God when everything is busy. Yeah, it's it's I, it's actually fascinating that you brought up twenty one days of prayer and fasting because I was talking to a friend of mine who's also like a huge hockey lover. We were talking yeah. about twenty one days of prayer and fasting, and he told me he was like, "Hey man," or I asked him, "I was like, what are you fasting from? Like, what are you doing over twenty one days?" Because I was trying to get some ideas, see what people were doing, and he told me he was like, "Yeah, I'm actually fasting from hockey," and at first, like my brain was like, "That's." okay, that's not a sacrifice. Like that seems like, (laughs) seems like a luxury thing to fast from. But when he actually started explaining it to me, it actually made a lot of sense because he told me his team over the next 21 days played 14 times. Okay. Mm. 14 times in 21 days. And their games are about three hours each. Yeah. And so he was like, so each night when I would make room in my evening to watch the game for three hours, I'm actually making room to spend time with Jesus for three hours. And it got me thinking. I was like, man, he's spending Dude. 14 days over the next 21 days with three hours with Jesus from seven to 10 or whatever it is. Yeah. It actually kind of blew me away. I was like, I, over the next 21 days, probably will try and watch a handful of Tampa Bay Lightning games. Yeah. I am challenged now to actually put that down and spend that time with the Lord and like challenge in a good way, not guilted to it. I'm like, man, what would that look like for me? Cause I think that's a really, it's a really different and interesting thing. Um, and so I think, I think I'm adding that to my 21 days of prayer and fasting. I am fasting from lunch. Um, but I think I'm adding that because I want to see where my heart goes during that time and how tempted I am to check scores. Like I think, I think there's going to be a lot happening inside of me. Um, but I totally get where you're coming from. It's like, it's like trying to leave your grandma's house on Christmas morning with like all the Christmas gifts you got, but like, you can't hold them all. You can't carry them all. So you're dropping stuff on your way to the car. It's like when you're trying to take the clothes out of the dryer and it's like, you're dropping socks and stuff on the way to like fold them or whatever. There's just too much stuff going on in order for everything to get done. Well, and it's like, when that happens, what is our default? Well, and it's like, again, this is sanctification is the worst. Um, my, sanctification my def- sucks. It, is it does. the title of an episode. It does. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, I, I mean, like my, my default is to push through it and to lower my head and think like, okay, if I get through the spring, I'll be good. Hmm. If I get through the summer, I'll be good. If I just get through this task, then I'll be good. But the reality is there's always one more thing. And so you look up eight, nine months later and it's like, oh no, I'm actually not good because I thought I would be good six months ago. 
and it's not the reality. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that was the convicting thing for me where it's like, this is not the busiest I'll ever be in my entire life. Um, it really isn't. And I'm like, it, there are things in my life where like, I wake up in the morning, the first thing I grab is my phone and I'm on it for sometimes 30 to 45 minutes before I get out of bed. And I'm like, then I feel like I'm trying to cram my time with the Lord in before I head out. And I'm like, look, it's, it's, it's not that I'm too busy, but it's that like in that moment, I'm like, I'm so tired from the day before that I value just a 30 minutes of numbness. Mm. Like I got to wake up somehow. Um, then I can engage with the Lord. And I'm like, I'm, I'm valuing that escape more than I'm valuing time with the Lord because time with the Lord feels like work. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's not enticing to go when it feels like work. I want it to feel easy. Mm. Um, but I think that's the, that's something that I feel like the Lord is teaching me. We're talking about this with students a little bit in February. Um, but like, what does it mean? Like what does Sabbath mm. actually mean? And in Matthew 11, he says, I come to me all who are weary and heavy laden. And like, I will give you rest. Um, for my burden is easy and my yoke is light. And he's talking about like soul rest. Um, and I feel like that's the thing that I'm like, physical tiredness drowns out spiritual intimacy, which leads to spiritual tiredness. Mm. Um, and so I'm like, my spiritual tiredness is not going to be fixed by eight hours of sleep or 30 minutes on TikTok or whatever. It's like, the invitation is to sit at that kitchen table every morning. Mm. Um, and like, I don't have to bring anything. I really don't. I'm like, there are just times where I was talking about this with my small group last night, but like, there are just times where, all right, Lord, what I have today is my butt in the seat. And that, that is what I have. And that's enough. Yeah. Um, but it's like allowing the Lord to like fill you in the morning um, instead of like, all right, Lord, here's what I'm bringing you. Here's actually yeah. what you're bringing me. The remarkable thing that the Lord has taught me this past semester is that like his faithfulness isn't dependent on my faithfulness. So that first time, you know, my wife's car broke down, I freaked out and I panicked and I did not rely on the Lord and I did not go to him to prayer and I did not recite the scripture memory that I had, you know, memorized. And like, I just didn't do any of the things that any Christian ought, ought to do. And yet the Lord, some, for some reason chose to respond to me in that moment with kindness and grace and love. And it was through his kindness and grace and love that the spirit convicted me, not condemned yeah. me, convicted me so that the next time it happens, it was much quicker to go to the Lord and it, it's just it's just a reminder that like in the busyness of life when yeah. your physical like rest isn't adding up when your spiritual rest isn't adding up like the lord is gracious towards us and he gives us glimpses of our limits and sometimes he lets us experience the fullness of our limits in order to draw us back to him I was like, because like, I mean, you just recited, you know, some scripture from Matthew 11. You know, a big thing for both of us this semester is scripture memory. It's like diving ah, into dude. the word, reciting scripture to ourselves, And it's like, it's, it's the scripture memory for when we can't get our butts in the seat. Like we don't, we don't have the opportunity to spend time with him or like we just mess up yeah. and we scroll on TikTok and numb away the stress until we have to leave, you know, the house in the morning. Yeah. We can 
think back to the scripture that we've hidden away in our heart. And I think that's a really good practice for us and for our students this semester as we kind of move forward, because you're right, like life is busy. Yeah. And it's probably not the busiest you'll ever be. No. And you and I talked about this, um, but there's, there's this like framework that's at least been helpful for me as far as like memorizing scripture, because I feel like I've just been believing a lot of lies this mm-hmm. semester, um, whether it's professionally, relationally, personally, spiritually. I'm just like the enemy's just like speaks it. I believe it. Um, and so one of the things we've been talked about with our students was like, you can only fight a lie by speaking truth mm-hmm. and memorizing scripture is the thing that I'm the worst at. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just not, it's hard. It's, it's hard, man. It's, hard. It's, it's, it's difficult. I can memorize song lyrics, but not scripture. Um, and so one of the things that like, I know our friend group has really been trying to do is like hold each other accountable to scripture memory. And there's this framework of like, all right, how do we fight, you know, lies with truth. And so it's like, what's the desire? What's the lie? What's the truth? Mm. Um, so it's like, even with this, like this whole idea of rest and soul rest and tiredness, it's like, all right, what's the desire? Like, I need rest. Like, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that, but I'm like, man, tired, busy, stressed. Like I need rest for that. The lie is that something outside of Jesus can give me that. Mm. And so whether it's, you know, Fortnite, a day, Fortnite, uh, scrolling on TikTok, sleeping in, like those are all not necessarily bad things, mm-hmm. but that's not going to fix that like deep need for rest. So the enemy will say like, okay, you can fix it with this or fix it with this or fix it with this or fix it with this as long as it's not Jesus. Mm. Because the promise is Matthew 11 where he says, come to me, all who are weary, heaven laden, and I will give you rest. And the thing is there is he's talking to the Pharisees and the religious leaders that are so burdened down with the rules and the laws that like they've been trying to get to God on their own. And so I'm like, a lot of the times for me, I think ministry can fix what Jesus provides that like, if I just do the mm. Christian thing, that that's going to give me the rest or the fix or the hit or whatever it is, that's going to make me feel better. And it doesn't. And so that's why Jesus says like, all right, you tired? You done with that? Are you weary and heavy laden? The law can't give you peace because it was never designed to. So come to me, yeah. all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest from my burden easy is my yoke is light. And so... I think that's where it's like viewing like that kitchen table in the morning as like the promise Mm. that Jesus has for me. There's like, that has to be the thing that's like actively fighting the lie. Um, But there are other ways to find the peace that God offers. Yeah. That, that framework that you outlined is from a book that you were reading recently. Do you remember the name of that book? It's not instruments in the redeemer's hands because that's the book I'm reading. Is it really from a book? Because Loki, I thought I made that up. Um, oh, well, I think I've read it in a book somewhere. <laughs> um, and I thought you were really smart for pulling Dang. it from that book. I didn't, I didn't give him credit in a sermon. You're it's even okay. smarter for, it's okay. for thinking of it yourself. I am so going original. to report you for plagiarism. So, so Just original. So you know. Yeah. Uh, but I think that framework is great. And yeah, if yeah. I find what book it's from, I'll link it down in the show notes. And if I don't find what book it's from, it originated with Reagan, and I will quote him in the show notes. Done. So Done. anyone that wants to use that in a future seminary paper will have to cite this podcast. <laughs> Take that. Um, man, we have a really exciting semester lined up. We have 
12 episodes that we've prayed over, that we're excited for, that we have people coming in to help us with. And I am really, really excited. And so if y'all are excited, we would love for y'all to reach out to us. Let us know that you're excited. You can email us at uh, sanctifiedish at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ReaganJones97 and at Rotsiv157. And we have some incredible surprises coming soon, like Patreon and potentially merchandise. So we can't wow. wait to let you guys in on wow. that. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Until then, y'all, take care, and God bless. Our Patreon is going to be exclusive uh, Peloton Work, classes with, with, with Victor. Go, go, so if, go! If, if you've ever wanted to burn your calves, this is bro. I can't. I this have is the time. Spatiitis. <laughs> I forgot about that. I have plantar spatiitis, dude. I have to go to bed with a freaking brace on my right foot. Are, you know how dumb my foot looks. <laughs> Bro, explain, explain to me what, what that is. I'm, I'm not even going to try to pronounce I don't it. Even what know is what this? It is. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Someone told me I was pronouncing it wrong. How? Planner, they said it was planners fasciitis. And I was like, that's not how you pronounce it. Wait, that's wait. Wrong. Is, it, is this like from you running? Is this from you running in the airport um, <laughs> on I the did, mission trip? I did run in the airport that one time. But no, I was at an anime convention, which is even better. That's so much worse. And I walked 26,000 miles, or not miles, 26,000 <laughs> steps. And I think it was from then. I think it was from then. But I'm going to push through. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make Dude, it. You're an, you're, you're an athlete, man. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. Uh, also, that's, happy that's, birthday. Oh, thank you. There's so thank much you. we could have so talked mu- about. So much. So much. Tw- big 2-7. Big 2-7. Late 20s. Big 2-7. You're basically a veteran pastor. When when are you writing your first book? You're already oh, 27, dude. Dude, I, I should already be, you know, you three write books a book, in, we'll three a degrees. Part, we'll do a 12-part podcast series on your book, like every other pastor does. I'll do, do a me- memoir, <laughs> an autobiography of my life. <laughs> I woke up that morning, <laughs> sad and alone. Yeah, and I remember no, I glanced over at my kitchen table and remembered mm. the Lord was with me. Wow. Can wow. you do your own biography as an audiobook? And I yeah. want you to talk in the first person. I feel like most people do that. Did, did didn't Prince Harry do that with his? I don't know who that is. What do you mean what do you, what do you mean? Prince Harry is that the guy that moved to California or something because he got kicked out of the family? Yeah, with Meghan Markle. Oh, okay, the red so I do dude. know who that is. Yeah, I was a like, but how do you... pretentious. Look, I know... To, well, he's the royal family. Royalty, what do you expect? And then to make a TV show about it. Sorry, bro. What do you expect? No one cares. You're royalty! You don't need a Hulu original. <laughs>